Niggas think it's sweet, but I keep it real to the bitter end Since a kid, I had family, I never had no friends Charged up, cause I stay a hundred, never to pretend If I did, I was holding back some tears when I was ten Every time I get some money, it's gon' make me wanna spend But that's just my personality, I gotta get it in I had $30 checks, only job I ever quit But I still kept it legit until I bossed up again Ain't no L's of a stick, turn a loss to a win That's a hustler, something that you gotta have within I already know yo, the game, it don't get yo, up yo, 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 what's good, we back, brand new episode of 32 Yo, yo, so we here, we back Um, Make sure you guys, you know, before we start this episode Let me throw the plugs in But make sure you guys follow us on Twitter At 3s from the ring 3s from the ring, all one word Follow us on there Make sure you, uh even though if you're li- it's only for listeners, but still follow the YouTube page, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we ain't doing a video this week because one, I don't feel like looking uh, nice for you guys, and Daytrust camera's not working, so technical difficulty. So audio only, niggas. But SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify listeners, make sure you uh, subscribe if you can like, like, download if you can download. It's all greatly appreciated. We appreciate those numbers. Now let's go ahead and get into the show. Uh, lot to talk about UFC teams Bobby Lashley uh in the Hurt Business took over Raw and we got talk about the nastiest all-star weekend of all time so let's go ahead and do talk UFC teams uh what number was this 254 255 uh shoot let's see I think this was two uh, let's see. 259. 259. Man, way behind. But yeah, UFC 259 was just this past weekend. Uh, big hype card um, and all of that involving one of the uh, biggest stars in the UFC right now, Izzy Adesanya. Um, he fought, lost, and all of that. Um, Amanda Noon's fault. You know, she did her thing and. And pretty much one of the funniest DQs of all time. But uh, I'll let Datra take over and talk about the uh, card. Yeah, USC, the number that Chris just said, but I forgot already. 259. Is, um, huh? 259. 259. I don't know why every time I want to say a USC pay-per-view, I think of 256. I don't know why. I always think of a what? six in that shit. But that's neither here nor there. 256. I'm just um, curious. Just ended a very great pay-per-view in general. Uh, paying seventy dollars for a pay per view, paying for pay per views these days are outdated in general because of streaming services. But boxing and UFC is always a couple years behind. But, um, playing uh, what is this? Uh, my bad. Watching this event, and paying that seventy fucking dollars, did it hurt my soul? No, and I'm not saying because I'm okay financially because that's not the fucking case it's more of it was worth the penny that i spent um the prelims really good i think it was 15 fights five ko's two submissions or something like that and a bunch of fights that went to a decision that was really freaking good a couple of split decisions stuff like that so a really 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 good event the freaking early prelims people was getting freaking mopped um, very nice stuff. Uh, but 
let's go to the big fights. I'll start off with the well, a fight that was on the prelims, but people really didn't. Um, so I'll start with the the, the pre, the, the 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 good prelim fight, and then on up uh, the ones I remember. So um, you had a uh, former champion. I was just talking to Dion about this nigga, bro, and I forget his name. I was just literally talking to Dion about this god darn uh, <laughs> uh, fight. Um, what the freak? Former champion, uh, what is his name? Dominic Cruz. There we go. Former champion, Dominic Cruz, went to get Casey Kitty. Uh, split decision, very competitive fight. People said it couldn't win anyway. I don't believe it. Um, then we got to the main card. Uh, we started off with a lightweight fight against Alexander Rackett and Thiago Santos. Two really hard-headed light heavyweights. Uh, two futures of the division. Um, Thiago Santos already went against John Jones, was having a really good fight against him, then tore every muscle in his kneecap known to man while fighting John Jones. So, yeah. Um, Anthony uh, Alexander Rackett, my bad, uh, is now moving up, becoming a star within the division. Um, and people are, you know, looking to him to see he's the next big thing. He probably got a good fight in the future against well, probably one of the top light heavyweights coming up. But uh, he won the fight, even though some people think Tiago Santos won. It was a pretty mid fight. People thought it was going to be better, but it wasn't. Um, then we have Khabib's teammate, Islam Makachev. Um, if you was to think, what could Khabib's teammate do to make him win? And say, did Khabib do? Get that ass on the ground? And submitted him. Um, round one in, in one thirty-seven, so it wasn't a long fight. People complained about, you know, wrestling and 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 being on the ground and um, what's that called, grappling and and um, and things like that. But it's really exciting to see somebody like Islam, who honestly is extremely underrated within his division, but still was able to take advantage of somebody like Drew Dober who ain't a slouch himself and get it done. So, and then like Dana White said in the press conference, if you go back and look at that, that, um, that choke he had on him, you will see back muscles on that man that you never seen before. Mm. It's really weird. And I went to go look back at it and it was scary. Um, then we had the title bout of Arjamain Sterling versus Peter Yan. Uh, Chris called it the funniest into a match ever. I say that's kind of bogus because the nigga Dana lost all his noodles. He but, did, um, but that's it's just the disqualification, G. You're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I did not think the title was going to change. I had my wrestling mindset on. Title stage was disqualification. I mean, it, it should. Like, to me, I'm like, it should because it's like, bro, like, it's especially because I think I don't think he meant ill intent. And then it's just weird to see a nigga just so, sit there and be like, bro, I just I got CTE, and you telling me I'm the champ now? So this is the thing. So if it was like a nut shot and he couldn't compete, Peter Young would stay with the title. But it would be a no contest. Mm-hmm. Whether what. Or, you know, steroid usage or something like that. But I believe since it was a illegal blow that you have time enough to realize it's an illegal blow, it's a tent. It's a tent. It's just like me shooting at you, Chris. But I know 
if it's above the waist, it's attempt murder. Below the waist, it's not attempt murder. Yeah. And I'll shoot you, and I accidentally hit you in the fucking upper intestines because I can't aim. I'm still getting out of attempt murder. It yeah. wasn't my intent to get it, but I still shot you. Um, it was I my know. intent to shoot you. His intent was to hit him. He just wasn't smart enough to know that that was illegal. Um, his coaches knew, except for one of them, I believe. <laughs> yeah, one of them. That, that was also like, yes. I was like, hey, hello, on Jack. He said, yeah, and then I'll do like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was horrible. Uh, to all the fans who said Aljamain was milking it and things of that nature, shut the you fuck up. You get hit in the knee. You get, no. Nah, you you get take a knee shot. Get, I mean, you take a knee shot to the head. a professional fighter with no type of bracing yourself, shh, my nigga, you're not even, you're not even getting the concussion, nigga. You're getting deaf. So, uh, yeah. It was a really good fight. I believe Peter Yard was going to win. He was controlling that fight towards the later yeah. round. He was getting his groove. Al Jermaine could not get that man to the ground whatsoever. But Peter Yard, I believe, was seven or six for six on his takedowns. So, shoot. Peter Yard was on the way to win that fight. But stupid niggas do stupid things. And I think now he calling him a paper champ. Don't don't get the heel roll with you. It's your fault. He got disqualified. Exactly. Um. So, that was the... The, the lower level main event, I should say. The second main event, uh, and I'm not going to talk about the fact that I lost money on it, but <laughs> it was Megan Anderson versus Amanda Nunez. My dumb ass, literally dumb ass, proceeded to say that Amanda Nunez was going to lose to this bitch within points. Why did I think that? This is the best woman fight of all time. That's the quality of me saying Craig Elo is going to be able to shoot Jordan out the game and lock him down at the same time. I'm fucking dumb. So, um, I lost money. Still lose a lot. I still lost. Um, she basically choked Shorty out in the fucking... She was packing her ass on the feet. Shorty fell to the ground, and she had mercy on her. She did give that girl mercy, G. So... I'm low-key mad I didn't go for my better first-round submission. Hey, bro, I should have just went for first-round win regardless. I still probably would have won some money because, you know. Yeah, like round those round. are the ones with UFC, like, with the favorites is just picking when they're going to win and how. Mm-hmm. That's how I got the money with Usman. Um, but because what I did is I had Shorty winning by points. If Shorty won one about points, that was a plus 3,000 or some shit like that. Like, that's money. Money is for sure. I felt, you know, stupid. And then lastly, we have the main event, the thing that everybody talking about. It was a fate to decide the future of the the UFC. Actually, was Izzy versus Jan Polish Power or Pride of Poland, whatever you want to call him, Blachowicz. I mean Blachowicz. My bad, Blachowicz. Let me say his name right before he. Mind punch me. Um, very good technical fight. Wasn't boring whatsoever. You was able to see uh, Izzy and Yai you know, throw punches that would knock anybody else out, but it was tactical. It, was, it wasn't just throwing for the win. Yai said he wanted to knock Izzy out in the second round. Did not happen. Um, but what failed Izzy was two things. One, he didn't go all the way up to 205. So 
you know, that hindered his weight. Yeah, I heard that um, actual fight night, he was he dropped back down to like one ninety five or something. No, so he wasn't. He wasn't. I think he was like two hundred one or two hundred two. Yeah, he was at two hundred one at weigh in, but they said yeah. by actual not fight that, night because he's not a natural down. heavyweight. Yeah, no, yeah. He could get up there. He's tall and he's powerful with his hands, but he's not a natural heavyweight. And in kickboxing, yeah, go heavyweight, you know, and whoop these niggas. But this is a sport in which they're going to lay on you. Yeah. And I don't know if, see, I was talking to the party about this. One thing I hated when I was a shorty and we roughhoused or we played fight and stuff like that is when a nigga is laying on top of me in like a submission type position, bro. Not choking me out, not none, but trying to choke me out. So they, they, it's a person bigger than me, and they putting their whole weight on me. I hate it. I get claustrophobic. Yeah, that, like that's a natural lesson. Like even, like technically in football, you're not supposed to do it, but it's just sometimes if you're the bigger person going against smaller people, and you just know your center of gravity, laying on somebody is just tiring. Like it's a yeah. it's a neat little lineman trick, and then even in wrestling, like legit wrestling, like it's that's just a wrestling tactic. If you're yeah. the bigger person, put you your weight. Who is your weight? Khabib. Khabib wrestles so well, just not because yes, he's he knows like the back of he wrestled bears, but he used to just put his whole body weight on people, and they were not only fighting a submission, not only stopping ground and pound, but also trying to get this nigga. Who weigh whatever he weighs but feel like a goddamn truck on top of them off of him. And and with that being said, in the third round, you could have gave it to toss up. So you go first and second Izzy, third toss up, fourth and fifth Yan, right? I think Yan outstruck Izzy throughout the whole fight, which edged Yan to win. It wasn't like he was outstriking him like that, but he was able to also neutralize. Izzy when it came to striking as well, even though Izzy is a counterpuncher. Um, but Yon was able to go in his wrestling bag, get two or two takedowns, and lay on him and stay active enough in 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 in, 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 in a position of control to edge out the W. That's just smart fighting. So the second thing I would say is Izzy don't know how to wrestle. You want to go against John. Jones. John Jones, because some people, casual fans, might think, oh yeah, John Jones is this, that he, you know, people compare to Anderson Silva. And yes, that's because of greatness. <laughs> Gang, breaking news. Uh, <laughs> uh, Litter is away from the team indefinitely. That's how you blow a check fast, bro. Gee. Yo, man, Mickey Harrison said, yo, get this man up out my community. <laughs> Ain't the nigga Jewish? I believe he is. Let me double check when we talk about yeah. it. So keep going. Keep talking. About it. But uh, he don't know how to wrestle. But John Jones, on the other hand, that's all he freaking do. He out-wrestled Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is an Olympic wrestler. So, it's, it's, it's dumb. You know, I can't say it's dumb because Izzy can be, Izzy can be anybody in that, in his, his division, right? 
But once he get up in his, because he just he just outclasses them on the feet that no one can touch him. But once he get out that division, you know it's different. Same thing with Connor. Connor in his division prior outclassed people. He was able to get the two belts, outclassed Eddie Alvarez. Got an Eddie Alvarez head. Eddie Alvarez wants to stay on the feet with him. Counter, Connor counterpunched that nigga with a broken hand. But he got to somebody like Khabib or Nate beforehand, but really Khabib, where, yeah, you could punch me, but if I get you on this ground, what are you going to do? Couldn't do nothing. Jan is not the the greatest collegiate wrestling on the man. He's not a, don't have a black belt in jiu-jitsu, I believe. But he knows his wrestling. He knows that his size was the advantage, and that hindered it. So uh, Dana White basically did the kiss of fate. Izzy going back in his division. But would you like to see Izzy move up to heavyweight or come back to light heavyweight? I want to see Izzy in his division. Kiss of death. The big money fight was to do was to be this double champ, Izzy versus John Jones, December. And I think they was gonna go balls to the walls for all the marbles. But it was supposed to be Izzy and John Jones. Izzy and then John Jones will fight for that light heavyweight belt. Izzy will fight for the heavyweight belt. Izzy probably dropped the. The, what is it, middleweight or something like that? Belt already at that time to keep the division going, but that's not happening now. Now John Jones probably fight Blachowicz for the double champ or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> but like I said, it is what it is. I believe Izzy is going to dominate, dominate, dominate his division. Then he will come back to two hundred five. Don't know how long that's going to be. He probably do one round of clearing house again, cause like honestly, he beat everybody, but like somebody like Darren Till, and I think one other person. But he 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 pretty much beat everybody else, unless he want to go down some weight and, and fight. But I think he said he had never fight Kamaru Usman, and Kamaru Usman had never fight him, and stuff like that. But you do got people coming up like Kevin Holland and and um. You got Islam Makachev. I think they're in the same division. So it is what it is. Um, so that was UFC 256. Um, no, I got that wrong. 259. See, I always think it's a six, bro. Um, next up, you have Fight Night with um, Edwards and some dude that came out of nowhere. Shout out to Edwards, Leon Edwards, for getting his fight. He's been trying to fight somebody for like two years now. Everybody been ducking him. Now he's unduckable because somebody actually, you know, said, let me get that. Shout out to bro. If bro be able to beat the – because I think dude is ranked like number 15, 10 or something like that. If he's able to bring the number three rank, beat the number three ranked fighter, put the rocket strap on him. Um, then you have uh, – after that, you have – I think it's Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Should be really good. Kevin Holland win. He should really start going against more capable fighters and stuff like that. And Brunson is definitely a um, a gatekeeper, so to speak. So he makes sure if you pass up, you go fight these bigger rate fighters, uh, stuff like that. Oh, uh, and then you have at the end of this month, Francis Nugano 
versus Stipe Miocic. Somebody getting their head knocked off. So, yeah, that's the UFC talk. And let's get on to basketball because uh, so you can break this news. All right, so we was going to go to wrestling first, but we'll save that for last. So, basketball, man. So, breaking news, Myers Leonard is pretty much about to be removed from the community of the Miami Heat. That is kind of the hot story right now in terms of basketball. So, unless you've been living under a rock um, today or lately, whenever you listen to this, Miles Leonard plays for the Miami Heat. He slightly had a moment during the NBA Finals when uh, when uh, he had to start when everybody on Heat died. So, that happened. But, um, but yeah, so he was doing a Twitch stream. You know, so you know what some people do. They want to sit there, show off how they play Warzone on COD and stuff, you know. And he proceeds to, um, you know, you know, people get mad sometimes. Like, me and Daytro, when we play 2K, we get mad. Like, we'll sit there and say, goddamn prime example would be Paul Pierce, you suck ass or something like that. And then we move on. Some people tend to be, you know, especially them white folk. They, they got to show, show, show their ass a little bit. And Myers Leonard chose to show his ass. And so he, I'm not going to state the word because if it's one thing I value is my is you tweaking media. I appreciate the listeners we do have and we have listeners all across the globe. I don't want to offend them. <laughs> Some of them being from Jewish countries, Jewish nations. So I'm not going to offend that community. So with that being said, we are your allies. So we're not going to repeat the phrasing. But he did say something very anti-Semitic. And he's paying the consequences for. So with that being said, um, the Miami Heat, as we were recording, uh, dropped a statement saying, and as I quote, the Miami Heat vehemently, vehemently condemns the use of any form of hate speech. The words used by Miles Leonard were wrong and would not be will not tolerate hateful language from anyone associated with our franchise. To hear it from a Miami Heat player is especially disappointing and hurtful to all of those who work here, as well as the larger South Florida Miami Heat and NBA communities. Miles Leonard will be away from the team indefinitely. The Miami Heat will cooperate with the NBA while it conducts its investigation. So, uh... Yeah, so this is what they said. Hello, I would like to call. Hey, come get this man about my community. So, literally, so with all that being said, and why this, for one, why the Heat are taking a, such a strong stance, and not to do my research, of course, just to clear things up. You don't want to. We here on Three Center Ring. We we want to be very accurate with our information. So, Heat owner Mickey Arison is he's. From exactly Tel Aviv, UFO, Israel. And he's actually Jewish. So he and his mom is Jewish as well. He's an Israeli-American businessman, but he's Jewish. The last thing you want to do is say anything anti-Semitic. And your owner is Jewish. He's right. He writes your checks. And Mickey Harrison's one of the better owners in the NBA. He's a very, one of the better ones. 
like he's like one of the better owners in the league. Like I I haven't heard any negative negative things about him. So with all that being said, you fucked up <laughs> badly. And Miles Leonard did uh have his uh statement as well earlier today. Let me pull that up as well. Cause hey, you sometimes I hear both sides of the story. Once again, we're not gonna play that clip because we we have some common sense here on this podcast. Um, let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Miles Leonard's uh statement. Oh uh, wait, no, that's no, that's once again. Uh, here we go. I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time. Cap. Um, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse. And I was just wrong. I am now more aware of its meaning and I'm committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake and there is no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. That is not a proper representation of who I am and I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and, uh, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my actions will be more powerful than my use of this world. Uh, that's Miles Leonard's statement. Uh, for one, the term that he used, I'm like, I'm not about, I don't want to repeat it. And because I watch South Park, it, it has been stated on there a few times, and we know South Park is notorious for just hitting low on every subject so i heard it on there that's not something that just happens you just slip out angrily now you, i can sit there and say the n-word hat you can the n-word can slip out but that's not a word that you just slip out out of anger he was probably better off just saying nigga i'm gonna say nigga because literally we're black here on three the ring if you don't know that yet then check out the youtube page but um I will understand that because literally your teammate is your teammates involved Andre Iguodala, Bam, Bam, Jimmy Butler, Kendrick Nunn, who he's from Chicago. And I'm pretty sure he says nigga all the goddamn time. Um, so that's just off the top of my head who his teammates are. I would have been like, all right, cool. But that term, that's just not a term that slips out. That's just not it. I'm sorry. Like I like I can't even imagine myself saying it. Like when I found what I'm like, gee, you can't say that. Don't even sound right saying it. But you got what's coming to you. You did it to yourself. Um, same way how Deshaun Jackson was a dumbass for what he posted this past NFL season during a season, of course, that was anti-Semitic and it was well deserved. What he's like, you just can't do that. There's no defending that. Same with Miles Leonard. Get the band hammer, my brother. You're probably not going to be on the Heat roster anytime soon. And it wasn't like you are an important player in the league. Like, not even like an important rotation piece. It's just you're on the Heat, so Coach Spo makes use of everybody. You fucked up. Badly. And that's all I got to say.
Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go too much on it because you broke it down pretty well. But like just to go with the whole thing of calling somebody what he called them. Um, so, unless you was in fucking Nazi Germany, there's no way she know that word other than South Park. So, but even when South Park do use that term, it's referring to a Jew. So, what is the point of you using that word? Are you using it in a way to disrespect somebody? No matter what, you was in the wrong. You can't, if you know the word was bad or not, you're using a word to hurt somebody. It's not a, it's not saying, oh, you suck, bro. You actually using a derogatory word to hurt somebody. So, yeah, Buck Bowser, he did an amazing job by liberating the bug ASAP and stuff like that. Did you just see the video of him getting that phone call from his wife or agent one of them? No. Funny as heck. I need to see it. Hold on, Larry, get the phone. And he, that person talked to him for like 40 seconds. You can just see his face going from I to damn, I fucked up. And then um, his, he basically said, my wife called me, guys, I got to go. He turned off the stream. So, <laughs> they yeah, this nigga, and they got video evidence of him calling people the wrong word. Y'all gotta go somewhere with that. Yep. Like, it's not so much it's of an easy. investigation for the lead. Like they're going to. It's like it's it's open and shut. Literally, like yeah. <laughs> like bro. So hold that L. But let's go ahead and move on. Uh, All Star Sunday happened this past week past yeah this week actually because sunday's first day of the week so yeah all-star sunday because necessarily wasn't all-star weekend it was all-star sunday everything happened on sunday three-point contest skill competition the game and the dunk contest all happened in one evening so wasn't much of a weekend unless you was one of them dumbasses who felt the need to immediately run to atlanta and go to super spreader events. So that's on y'all. Like all I'm gonna say, no, I think Dr. Umar has something. For you Socially guys. retarded coons, just socially retarded. Like someone's just not right about y'all. Y'all, y'all just can't resist the urge to freaking party. But hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so. I would say that like I I really I got home pretty late that day, so I didn't I missed a three point contest and skills competition, but I caught the uh second quarter on, and like all I'm gonna say is this: LeBron built a very freaking amazing team, <laughs> especially knowing that he was he had no intentions of playing after the second quarter, midway after the second quarter to be even more honest, so he he knew what he was doing. Like, and I respect LeBron for it. And this is why ever since they did the team-up thing, like pick your teams thing, LeBron is undefeated. He's legit for a reason, and he's showing why. He knows how to build these teams. So, shout to LeBron. Uh, that's what I think he's 4-0, 5-0 it, since they changed the format. So, shout to LeBron doing his thing with when it comes to that. Uh, like I said, it was, it was a fun, it was still a fun dominating win. So, yeah, like that's my thoughts on the game in itself. Uh, dunk contest, 
maybe it's just because they it was just in halftime it didn't hit the same and also it was just it left me very unimpressed that's all I'm gonna say like com- especially compared to last year last year it was slapped and then just D-Wade D-Waded uh, Aaron Gordon's chances but I really didn't care for the dunk contest uh, but yeah so that's that's my thought of All-Star Day Anything you want to add? Daytro, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. My bad. Yeah. We're talking about the which? What were we talking about? The dunk contest? The game. Well, the whole yeah. day itself, if you want to just talk oh, about it. Oh, man, I love the game. I love the game, the game so much. Um, It was probably one of my favorites. Uh, I love, bro, Steph Curry. I was enjoying Steph Curry. Enjoying the man. No homo. Um, he was putting up with ease from the He was playing like how I play on 2K with Steph Curry. Just shooting at it. Man. I couldn't respect it more. Greek Freak literally was 16 for 16. At that point, when nigga 10 for 10, I'm going for a block. I don't care. Because we have an all-star game. I'm going for one. Um, but yeah, still cool. Still nothing around for watching that. Uh, it was a really good. Really, really, really good episode. So yeah, yeah, it was like it was a really fun game. Uh, especially it's just like you, LeBron's team just had it under, the, had it down set. Especially because Giannis was dominating. Uh, Giannis was so dominant. Steph and Dame both were on fire, and LeBron also had freaking Luka Jokic, Jalen Brown was hitting shit. Like he had a really well constructed team. Of niggas who like look get buckets and play deep and, and when it's time to play defense, play some defense. And then we look at and then factor in like he didn't have Ben Simmons. It was just like I right, cool whatever, you know the six. And we we'll talk about that situation shortly. But uh, and then KD's team was missing KD of course and and uh and beat as well. But it just showed like the just how well niggas just pick up their teams. Because it was just like Kyrie and Harden just couldn't do nothing against them niggas, which is funny as hell. But, um, but yeah, also, I just want to briefly discuss this. It's probably an a, a alternate universe somewhere that LeBron and Steph Curry are teammates. And they probably have, and that, and that combination is probably never lost NBA Finals together. It's an alternate universe somewhere. Alternate universe where LeBron and Steph are teammates, and it's a match made in heaven. When you think about it, it's a match made in heaven. It's a shame yeah. we're probably never gonna see it outside of our 2K league or something like that in mm-hmm. All Star game. But when you think about it, it's the perfect duo. It's one of the most perfect LeBron duos. Like people sit there and say. Oh yeah, Bron and Wade makes a lot of sense. LeBron and Kyrie was really good, but if you think about how Steph Curry plays and what LeBron prefers to do, it's a match made in heaven and a hell on earth for a lot of defenses. God knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So just wanna throw that out there. Any anything else you want to talk about regarding the game? The game, just in general, that dunk contest sucked. 
And I enjoyed the three-plug contest a lot. And Jolting looked like he was having so much fun out there that I'd be scared if I was Denver. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, gee. All I'm going to say is this. <laughs> I think Jokic has, what, two, maybe three yeah. years left on his contract. Yeah. Um, and if I was Zach Levine, I, I'm talking to niggas. <laughs> you recruiting already? Or you trying to get over there to Denver? Like, well, look, the Bulls have more of an upside, and Jamal. And if I if I was Jokic, I'm like, I'd rather go with the light skin, the, the light skin nigga that actually gonna score thirty during a regular season, than the one that waits until he's in a bubbleless crowd with no crowd, uh, to drop thirty. So, just throwing it out there. And also, uh, the guy who drafted him is here as well. So, okay, yeah, so. Throwing it out there, but uh, like if I was, yeah, I agree. If I'm different, I'm scared because <laughs> I'm like that nigga sit there and be like, "Oh man, is this fun to play with people?" Also, if if D- Dallas is an option too, if I'm Dallas, if I'm Dallas, I will outright do that trade. Here, take Chris Stapps for Jokic. It'd be a fun duo well, to see. Chris Stapps for Jokic. <laughs> We're gonna throw some more pieces in there, but. I'm gonna need Tim Hardaway Jr. too. Of course, but I, like you're gonna throw more pieces in there, but that's the trade, primarily. You know, the court trade. But I agree, like Jokic I never seen Jokic actually show some energy like that before. That was actually funny to see. Uh it's still we it's funny seeing how swagglers go bird is on offense. It's kinda like it shows why niggas don't want to see Defense, extremely defensive-minded, all-star level players in the all-star game. It's just no. Mm-hmm. It's just no. Oh. Same with same Mike Conley on the court. <laughs> like sometimes you like, I'm good. I'm really good. So got a whole mouth Turner right there. You said, "Nah, give me pump. I mean, uh, give me uh, give me Wozniak." Hey, free Vukovic, by the way. Um, free that man. Like, that's still funny as hell. <laughs> still funny as hell. They, he's big Vukovic over Gobert. <laughs> and that man just was assigned to a team, bro. That was funny as hell. And then LeBron, also, I'm just going to say this now. People who kind of still feel away by what LeBron said. Like, he said, when you play 2K or live growing up, you didn't play with the Utah Jazz. He isn't lying. He isn't lying. Yeah. Um. What you say? The uh, LeBron's comment about why Donovan Mitchell and Gobert went last. And oh, he said, it was junkie jokes. Yeah. Junkie jokes. Also, nobody willingly like plays with the Jazz. Like the one time I, I played, like the last time I ever played with the Jazz on two K. I don't think we ever randomly and one of us picked it, had the jazz. Uh, but I uh, you smoked me. I couldn't do a thing. That's probably what happened. But uh, I don't even remember. But also, like the league, the James, the league that the la- the league that I won, <laughs> where I had the jazz. But I ended up changing the name. Uh, I ain't gonna say the name because we're in a very deep, serious Me Too moment right now. So. I'm not gonna say the name of the uh, team, but 
the Utah Jazz has a championship because of a fantasy league. So, but that was the only time I picked the Jazz. It wasn't like I was willingly saying, "Ooh, I want to play with Gobert and Donovan Mitchell." No. But I get what LeBron was saying. Like nobody said, like Jazz is always decent. Like wants to fuck with the Jazz, you know? Yeah. That's why. So, but yeah, um, nobody fuck with him at all, and it's a jokey joke. Yeah. Like niggas go, niggas talk shit about the Knicks every time somebody say they like the Knicks. So, here's what it is. So nobody played with Denver though, not even New Age. But yeah, so, but it was a decent little game. Uh, anything we need to add? Oh yeah, I just need to say this. So I think what was the date of the All Star game? Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were immediately. Con- I mean, not concussion. I mean. COVID protocol because their barber uh, happened to test positive for COVID immediately after cutting their hair. So they were immediately put on protocol, which led to them not being able to participate in the All-Star game, uh, which is really effed up uh, and fun- effed up and sad at the same time. But it also just shows just how stupid, I don't want to say stupid, but unwarranted that the game itself was like i understand you wanted to do it i'm not mad at them wanting to have the all-star game i totally understand but it's also when you look at the bigger picture of it we're still in the midst of a pandemic not enough people's vaccinated yeah. Yeah. you put it in it's like if you wanted to have it cool you could have picked a better city yeah you like atlanta was the worst place to put these players. Like I'm not like yeah, they they their barber caught it and they went on a flight to Atlanta and all of that. So who knows when exactly he caught it, but still what if he had it then and gave it to him, they got on a flight, got mugged sick, who knows who they interacted with, all of that. Fact then also how Joel Embiid it has was one of the people vocal in the sense of He's scared for his family to catch it because he has a newborn and stuff. Stuff to think about. So it's like it could have been thought out more in terms of the location. You could have picked a city that was more cautious. Like I I know you didn't want to have it in Chicago again, but Chicago would have been a better option. We at least doing somewhat of a respectable job of containing it here. Uh, You could have had it Nowhere in Texas. Texas would have been a hellhole. Texas is a hell. It's gonna be worse than Atlanta soon. It was other places you could have had it if you really wanted to have the game, or you could have just waited to the end of the season. But the Olympics is at the end of the season, so I understand that. So, but you could have just not had the game. It wasn't gonna hurt the season much, and also these players could have just rested, relaxed with their families because a lot of them probably have not seen their families for a long time so adam silver you could have handled this a lot better as of right now the good thing is no players have tested positive but that could still change between now and this thursday we don't know because the season starts back up either wednesday or thursday so it's a good thing none of the players got sick it's a good thing Embiid or simmons didn't get sick because my biggest fear was that any of the star players, you're fucking up your season. 
So you took a chance and you no no major problems, but it could have been handled a lot better. A lot better. So that's all I got to say in regards to that. Uh, anything you want to add? Anything you want to add? Oh, uh, not really. Huh? Um, yeah, so it is what it is. But moving on, uh, so in the midst of All-Star uh, Weekend going on, uh, the Nets quietly said, oh, okay, well, we signed Blake Griffin, which I'm not shocked or mad at. Um, there were rumblings that he might go back to the Go back to LA, um, but the Nets were head and shoulders above the competition in regards to getting Blake Griffin. Really good pickup. And the funny thing is, this we're literally going to be a, a day or two away from seeing Blake Griffin's first possession as a net involve an alley oop from James Harden and him windmilling that bitch. It's coming. It is coming, and I'm going to laugh. But I like to pick up for the Nets. Uh, Blake Griffin is a very current Blake Griffin. When And if motivated as well, which he more than likely will be, uh, can can be a respectable small ball five for this team because they want to play up and down. Uh, so he can still get boards. He can still play the, uh, play the paint. Um, he can stretch the floor as well now. Very underrated ball handler, very underrated ball handler, and very underrated passer. So it's like you have a point guard in the paint as well if you need that. So I, I, I like the move. It's a really great move for the Brooklyn Nets. As long as Blake Griffin's motivated, which I think he will be. So I like it. Your thoughts on you there? Trail. Yo, what's up? Blake Griffin, Nets. Oh, my bad. My bad, bro. I'm spacing out. Um, Blake, I think Blake is a fantastic addition to the freaking uh, Nets. I think he adds playmaking off the bench, what they need with Spencer Dinwiddie out. I think he adds not only that, but his shooting is going to be way better off that bench. Nobody has ever taken a contested shot on that. Well, not contested, but a double-team shot on the floor, which is wild. That would help Blake out. Um, he has people like James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, who's going to do most of the dirty work. You know what I'm saying? So he's there just to be a scorer, a felicitator, and a playmaker. That's going to help Rick Griffin extend his career. Um, and I know he's going to go crazy on the Duncan side because he said, fuck, um, um, he said, fuck uh, Pistons. But, um, yeah, so that was a horrible move out of Pistons front office. Horrible move. Shouldn't have even happened. Oh, uh, was to make that trade because it absolutely yielded you nothing this whole entire time. But, yeah, um, I'm liking, I'm personally liking the Blake Griffin. I think it's getting a little bit overpowered because the next rumor out is of uh, DeAndre Drummond get bought out. He's rumored to either go to L.A. or the Clippers. And if the I mean I mean not Clippers the Nets if the Nets get him, it's over. I, yeah, man. It's it's. I think it, that's when things might really get out of hand. Like I'm hoping, and I'm really I'm mad. Out of him now, I think you play. 
I think you put James Harden, Kyrie, and LeBron, I mean, and Kevin Durant on the same thing. I think you guarantee the chip with a team with capable veterans and things of that nature. They got that now. They got Joe Harris, who never going to take a contested three. You got capable veterans in DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. And, Jake, and Jeff Green. And Jeff Green. And Bruce Brown is the, not to say he's Alex Caruso level, but he's like the, I'm going to do all the dirty work guy. Yep. And they still got Landry Shamet who can make a timely three when necessary. They got they got what they need as a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's more on, you know, can a team play great enough to stop them? And who has that type of firepower? Yeah, that's honestly because, like, the more and more, like, I just watch the Nets and they start getting it together, like, they're capable defensively where it's just, like, we just need to make smart stops. Like, okay, this team's going on a – about to start a – they're on a 6-0 run. We got to make sure it don't become 10-0, you know, those type of defensive stops. Those are – and those mean a lot. So – it's not a in team in terms of teams in the East that can score with them. It's not that many. It's none at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's enough teams that can at least try to limit them. But I just don't trust them to score with them. My thing is, right? If they're cooking on all cylinders, not only nobody gonna be able to stop them, but if you contain Durant, if you contain Kyrie. Harden having a crazy night. They still want more than likely. Them niggas on their off nights are are a level players. Exactly. <laughs> that shit crazy. James Harden on an off night will give you sixteen, eight, and, and, and twelve. Yep. Like what the fuck? <laughs> and James Harden is quietly having. If, if the, yeah, if if it was if that team wasn't what it had, I would give him like I would me personally if I had MVP votes I would give him some MVP votes, like he would be in my top five. Solely because like the role he plays is very valuable by himself. Yeah, that's kind of why they got him too, because you can't trust KD's health. Both KD and Kyrie's health is. He got them to number two seed in the East. Yep. When he came. That's MVP shit right there. Yep. And that's no cap. I hate the way, I hate the heck that that team is stacked like that. But that, this is no cap. Like that's what's going on right there with that team and what James Harden is doing. Yeah, he gets the My team is too good. You can't win an MVP, not. But there should be a situation in which, just like when KD was balling with um, Golden State. Well, he should have been defensive player of the year that year, one year. I don't know who it was. I think it was like Kawhi or somebody. But he was playing at a defensive player of the year level. I think he was averaging almost two blocks this year. Oh, yeah. I think it was he his first year with them. His first year with them, yeah. He wasn't going to win it because of what they had. And, you know, and that's not fair. That interview, he was like, I know why they didn't vote for us. They see what we got up in here. They scared. Same thing on that he was end. Like, cash, James Harden but... deserves to have that credit. Like, at the end of the day, even if they stack the deck, of course they're supposed to be winning. Mm-hmm. Man, you still got to muster up and put points in there. You know, you still got to gain chemistry. He plug, he, They plugged him into that team, and that team came nearly unstoppable. Literally. Came it's 
especially like once Kyrie said, "Okay, look, you run point," which is probably the best thing to do, regardless. Yeah. So. Then look, you get Kyrie's best. Oh my God, you get the best of Kyrie when you got when he when he's able to play more of a two than he is a one. Exactly. They won a championship off that. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, like Nets is in a really good predicament. Um, like I said, they can. The main thing is you is health. Mm -hmm. Like it's and it's and it goes for both the Lakers and the Nets. It's health. It's can we get health and Philly and Philly too. Like Phillies are still the biggest threat, and Philly can possibly add a piece. I don't know. Like they say, people say Kyle Lowry makes a lot of sense, and it does. Cause but that stops. That gets the hand. That gets the ball out of his hand. Yeah, I know. But but also Kyle Lowry don't need the ball in his hand as much anyway. He can stretch the floor, and just shoot threes. But I get what you mean. Like it does take the ball out so of Ben Simmons' hand. But I would say this. My bad for cutting you off. No, you good. There, the parity against this Brooklyn Net team compared to the Golden State Warriors team. It's, it's 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 a better parody. It's better. We go to state had reign of supremacy with KD. The only other team who anybody had an inkling of thinking they could stop them was the Rockets. Yep. And that's when niggas was giving them a a a just hey bro you ain't got nothing else to lose type mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like. And that team was just consisted of James Harden, Chris Paul, and niggas. And Eric Gordon. Yeah, just Eric Gordon. Yeah, remember Eric Gordon, he ain't stopping KD. He wasn't, but he kept them alive yeah, in that game hurt. seven that James Harden should have won. You're right. But he <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. But in this, in this, in this right now, the Clippers are playing. They done lost some crazy games. But if they get somebody like Cal Lowry, come on, bro. Yeah, come on. Like the Clippers are a point guard away. Like the Clippers are looking good. Greek Freak is having an MVP season. No one is talking about it because he didn't leave that market. Look at his stats. Go look at them. I've seen his stats. Like he, they, they dropped off a little bit, but they still really freaking great stats. Come on, MVP season. No one's talking about it. Now his team chemistry could be a little bit better. They did get rid of some people, but. They got Chris Middleton closing games. If you give me that Chris Middleton in the playoffs, hey, you might have something. If they get the Chris Middleton that played, if Chris Middleton plays how he well he played when Giannis was out, those what last two and a half games, yeah, uh, against the Heat. Hey, and all you need is Drew Holiday to send either Kyrie or James Harden to the Gulag. That's all you need. But they also, but also, once again, with the the uh, the Bucks, I think it's like one thing about the, how just how good the Nets is offensively. It's just the fact that each of the top teams in the East need another scoring piece to match up because it's like okay, defensively, I'm confident in the Bucks in Philly. You think so? I Defensively, think Philly, I think I'm Philly confident. Got no score pieces. You said what? I think Philly got no score pieces. 
it's all about how Doc River plays them. You know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. you if you Tobias Harris, he can play. He can play. He can he can play off of Joel Embiid. It's been proven. You got shooters around you. Let's not forget about Seth Curry, who just been freaking amazing this season. Who should get M- uh, I am I mean, what is it? MIP most, or most something approved. like that. He's in the conversation, but I think it's, it's Zach Levine's to lose at this point. That nigga's averaging close Wait, to thirty. Wouldn't that make him get two? Huh? Wouldn't that give him two or some shit like that? No, I don't think so. I don't think he got one. Huh. That's one exactly what he got one. Mm-mm. That's neither here nor there. Um, once you got that, you got him with that, like, but then again, if you can, if they can plug in Ben Simmons into that offense in which it will work, in which he can penetrate, it's like if you can play, kind of like how the Lakers sometimes play KD, I mean, play AD and LeBron off each other, like they, they will sit LeBron, no, they will sit AD at the end of the first, how LeBron play whole first, little bit of the second. No, you mean have AD no, come back no, in? No, AD or is it plays most. Of, no, AD plays most of the first. LeBron comes back in at the end of the first. Sometimes comes back at the end of the first. Then he plays the first out of the second. So whatever, but they feel, they can do that with Ben Simmons because I personally believe who who's stopping Ben Simmons on that freaking on that Brooklyn team. Honestly, that's arguably is going to be the key is how. It's not necessarily like the more I watch Philly games because I was just watching just random. It's I don't think because it's more like Ben Simmons is just letting everybody else cook. Yeah. It's not. And I don't think because I doubt Doc Rivers will tell that man don't score because it's like it's like some games where he I think he's just letting everybody else cook and then he picks his moments because it's like nobody's really. St- Logically stopping that man. It's also you just realize Embiid is Embiid, but if you Ben can Simmons stop the paint better when when Embiid and him is on the floor at the same time because it's easier to defend. Yeah, because you just close off Embiid. Embiid can space the floor. Cool. Is he good at that shit? No. Like yeah, it's that's a threat. The, yeah, it's a threat. Yeah. But it ain't like okay, we have to absolutely guard Joel Embiid every single time. Space the floor. Like no. It's not like he, I would rather guard Yotik more when he, when he spaces the floor than Joe Allen B. Yeah, I Yotick agree. He can flag that bitch. He can play make from that shit too. Yeah. So it's more what Embiid is like once he's once he enters the uh, the inside, like because his mid range has been wet all all year. Yeah, no cap. Killing niggas with that. So I get what you mean. It's just you. Yeah, it's just I think it will also help. I'm calling the, the Pelicans about J.J. Reddick. You think so? Add another shooter. Fuck it. Why not? You add another shooter. I think, think you can add a 3 and D guy. Who's that? Who's available? I don't fucking know. You can look at... I think Trevor Reese is available. He's, uh, he might be a buyout market guy. Shit, you go look out at Robert Covington, see if he a buyout market guy. I doubt it. The Blazers is still, you know... They got to make the they they have to make the playoffs, you know. <laughs> Eric Gordon is three and D guy, but you can look at him. I don't know Eric Gordon is definitely somebody I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't know if the money works out though, because Eric Gordon did get. Yeah, he, he that Houston's bogus for some of the contracts they gave these niggas. I swear to God, they bogus. <laughs> Harrison Barnes is definitely you know you can look at that shit. 
It'd be like, it's just he gets too much money, and then I believe he's not better than Tobias Harris. Well, no, he's not. He's not and then the last time we saw that man in <laughs> a playoffs, remember, the last time we seen Harrison Barnes in a playoff series, that LeBron said, don't guard that man. Bro, that boy got shook. They, was, they, they, <laughs> they <laughs> said, <laughs> they said, Ty Lue and LeBron said, guard Steph, guard Clay. Even guard Draymond at three point line, but that nigga, leave him be. <laughs> that boy was scared of the moment, lost his fucking job. Um, Gee, if Harrison Barnes made at least half of the three open threes he bricked, will be it'll be a different dialogue. Gee, but and also KD wouldn't be in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um. I'm thinking, you know, maybe you go, because everybody is pretty much good in terms of, like, who's staying, who's not. When you're looking for, like, buyout markets and stuff like that, looking at potential trades, there's really nobody who screams, bring me to the squad. I don't yeah. think we're going to see a big trade whatsoever this offseason. Yeah, Can I don't really – I don't see – the reason why I don't see teams making trades primarily – and I'm really shocked. Like that's why I'm still shocked that Blake Griffin was bought out because I guess the Pistons say we know we're not bringing nobody over here the next two seasons. Fuck it. And that's why I'm also a little surprised that I'm very curious on how the trade market is looking for Drummond because it's like nobody. I like I understand nobody don't want to take thirty million dollars for a rental because like that's probably two rotation pieces, you know. So I understand why he's potentially getting bought out. Uh, so, and plus it's just like trying to stretch $30 million is probably easier than trying to stretch $50 million. So I get it. Um, it just makes me wonder how the trade market's looking because teams probably really don't want to make moves and it's just easier to buy niggas out, which is weird. Like, nigga, give me a, a future second round pick for somebody. Shit. Um... <laughs> So it's just make I'm curious on how to, cause when is the trade deadline? Hold on, let me see. This quiet, bro. When, when is the NBA trade deadline? March twenty fifth. So like we still got seventeen days until the trade deadline. So eight, seventeen, sixteen days to the trade deadline. So still some time. It's still some time for moves to be made, but I'm I'm still very curious on how well, the how it's hey, gonna look. Hey, Tucker's gonna get bought out, maybe. Who? PJ Tucker. I don't think he has much of a contract because his I think he's his contract's not guaranteed. It's just more along the lines of like bye. Mm. But I know a lot of teams like shout out to the athletic. I'm really gonna miss that free trial I'm having right now, but uh. <laughs> But like that, uh, I read some article Athletic. Like a lot of teams are looking at PJ Tucker. Like a lot of contenders. Hell yeah, I would too. Like, gee, the man is the wet man at the corner. Spot three. up, shit. Come on, like that's something like that. Exactly. So like, better Morris twin. Exactly. So like, I know, I know all the contenders like the Lakers, the Nets, Clippers, all of them are looking for pe- looking at. Nets need to stop, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's like stacking the deck 
I don't know if there's going to be a rule in place to non-stop the deck, bro. I don't even know how you It's never it. going to happen, G. That's <laughs> never going to no, happen. But, like, at this point, they're, they're weird. I don't, like, at the end of the day, you know, I don't give a fuck. But if you want to win a championship, you can just force your way to a, a contender. You can't yeah. do shit about it. It's so easy. Like, it's easier, you, yeah. Think about... You think about how Brian, you know, the decision. He didn't really force his way out. He went to a situation in which he was able to, you know, they were able to get people in Miami, right? Boom. A lot of people blame Brian because he had the whole TV thing. Should never had that shit. But yeah. But nobody talks about D Wade recruiting that nigga to Miami. Same thing with Bosch. And Derrick Rose not picking up the phone. But And also Melo it Mellow uh, re up in his extension a year longer than he should. <laughs> but look, okay, we talk about that. But the AD thing, the Anthony Davis and Paul George situation. Paul George is a little bit when he was leaving at Indiana, it's a little bit low key. But to but to sit here and say or have your agent say or have Shams or Wise say, I don't want to be here and my preferred team is this. What can a team do about that? Pretty much nothing. And like... That's fucked up. It is. But at the end of the day, how do you... Like, the NBA does not own... Unless, like, that one time when they owned the New Orleans Hornets and they prevented the Lakers from getting Chris Paul. But that's a different situation. But it's... (laughs) But the NBA don't own none of these teams. Is like it so, it's like they. Can, how do you look telling another team? Just trade hey, rules. I'm pretty sure that's trade rules. But it's like one of those. Like, well, I can't control certain if, shit. If like, a player says, if a player of that caliber, and I'm not trying to seem like a fucking dictator, because at the end of the day, if a player don't want to beat up, he don't have to beat up. But if a player says, like, um, I don't, you know, he has, he's not. We all saw James Harden. Even players came out and said James Harden jagged the season. Draymond said the shit. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, what Harden was kind of abrupt. Does that? I hate to sound like this. Sound like I'm fucking Fox News, but it's his job at the end of the day. Get penalized with money, which they do. Like some niggas, they like they could take the fine. Some niggas is cool with taking the fine. But AD basically said, I won't, I won't out, send me to the fucking Lakers. That shit, like, like at the end of the day, he won the Lakers a championship, what the y'all didn't do. And the Pelicans got Zion because of a league gift. I want to hear what nobody fucking say. The league gifted them the number one pick. Nobody said. Um, when you look at something like that, and you see, able to see that I can move, and these niggas can't stop me. What's the what's the off chance that that cat say, um, you know what? Fuck, Clipper was. I want to play for the Los Angeles Clippers next season. What stops them? Nothing. And that hey, by the way, cat trade trade of rumors is already starting to buzz a little bit. It should. So. But no, but like, what's another? What's another top tier player? Luca. I don't like how the way the Dallas organization runs. I want to be a Laker. I want to play with LeBron James. 
that'd be a nasty combination because they both fucked up combination. It, that don't even make it. It worked on two K, but I don't think it works well in real life, especially because Luke can't shoot worth a damn. LeBron played with Kyrie, and Kyrie ain't the best shooter in the world. He better now. He was a good shooter. What do you think? Luca can't shoot worth a damn now. For some parent fucking reason. You know, like any like anything, bro. You can just infinite amount of fucking opportunity. You see how many motherfuckers won't dame out of Portland? Even though he say I'm good while I'm at. Same with Bradley Bill. Dame just say fuck it. Send me to Clippers. Send me to Lakers. Greek Freak say fuck it. I wanna play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. What can you do? Nothing you can do about it. Either you make the trade or not. It's similar to how Deshaun Watson wants out in the NFL. The Texans can literally outright say, and the NFL is really good at this. This is one thing I respect about NFL owners and uh, organizations. They ain't, they don't play that shit. Even though this is like the first time where it's like the pressure is really on the team than it is on the players. It just shows the effect of LeBron where literally now it's hitting the football. Um, but you have the option to say no. But also, one thing about football, I mean, basketball compared to football, it's easy. Well, it's slightly easier to rebuild in basketball compared to football. Slightly easier. Because you, if you get the right people, it's like, all right, we, we decent. The Pelicans, right now, they're no different than when AD was there. Well, they're not making the playoffs, but we're a fun team to watch. <laughs> we And we have one of the better player, young players in the league. They're in a good situation. Football, not so much. You lose your quarterback, you fucked. In NBA, you lose your stars, like, okay, we could turn somebody else into a star. Like, they got gifted with Zion. So, it's like, with teams, it's like, as long as they feel like they get in this, a respectable load back, it's like, okay. Bye. You just saved us some money, too, by the way. And wouldn't give you $200 million anyway. We wasn't winning. So, But the, I think it's still, I think it's still, because the NFL, yes, you're right. Also, you know, the NFL is more of a dictator type league. Yeah, it's 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 no players bigger than the shield until Tom Brady said, "I'm def I'm deflating footballs, and you niggas are not gonna get me up out of here for this." No, yeah, shot to go. But in basketball, it's a player dictator league. Yeah, but Adam Silver still has that power. He can, yeah, but when, when I how mean do you look? Is, but it's like it's only so much you can do. That's what the fuck played in the All Star game. Yeah. Like, like, seriously. Like, think about that shit. While we playing in the bubble, guess who fucking played in the bubble? Them. Yep. You know, it, like, so it's it's not necessarily, it's a mindset. I think Adam Silva loved it. That's why I, I, I'm forever going to say this shit. Adam Silva is not seeing heaven. Because he loved this shit. He <laughs> thinks super teams bring more eyes to the product. That's fucking cap. Because there's no incentive it's no incentive to watch a playoff series. It was no incentive to watch the Warriors playoff run. Wasn't when the East ain't competitive. When the East not not competitive, there was no reason watching Bron because we knew he was gonna win. 
Now we watched them for the Raptors game because it was kind of, you know, it was all her waxing one team out the whole entire conference. It's always going to wax. But like that Warrior run, come on, you mean to tell me you watched the Warriors versus the Timberwolves that full series? They played the Timberwolves? Exactly. You watched that whole Pelican series? The one with AD, yes. You watched every game? Yeah, every game, yes. Did you watch the series when they went against uh, uh, the Jazz? Mm, a couple of games. Come on, like that's what that's what I'm fucking talking about. Like now, you you think of that shit and you be like, "Why the fuck am I watching?" He's like, "They gonna win." I watch the highlights on Twitter. But if I tell you last season in the bubble. Because there was no fucking overpowered ass team. You watch all five games of the Clippers versus Dallas? No, I all only watched games? the end of <laughs> most of those games. I, like, that was one series I, I like. I knew it was going to happen, especially once Porzingis got hurt. Okay, all right, scratch that. Uh, let me see. Oh, Nuggets versus Clippers. I'll, and it's me coming. I watched. I did, yeah. Um... Rockets versus Lakers, watched. Well, almost every Lakers series, we watched the Lakers. That's different. Like, the Lakers, that's a gimme. Golden East, Heat versus the uh, Bucks, watched. Yeah, we watched that because that was more of the shock. The shock of that brought me. I'll say I lasted four games in the. No, the B got swept. I did not watch a game. (laughs) (laughs) I did not watch a game because I knew what was going to (laughs) happen. I knew what was going to happen. We got. I, I, I kind of got to end this conversation, but like the pair, the parody thing gonna have to. It's weird. Like stacking the deck to me is. This you win, and I think it was always done, but some GMs knew how to finesse a trade. You know, some people knew how to build teams with people who are low key star players, but know how to make a like they roll. Like you know, get like Bulls getting like somebody like uh, Dennis Rodman. Now, Dennis Rodman in this day and age probably won't be effective, as effective as he was back then. But, like, that's more of, you know, strategic in getting a player. Or, say, for instance, like, like even the, the, the Lakers acquiring Kobe and saying, we know this nigga's going to be a top player this time. So let's get rid of fucking Vladdy Divac. Let's pair him up with Shaq. We're going to win one time. Or some shit like that. Think it like that. Or have the Spurs built their teams. Through their dynasty, shit like that. No, so, yeah, it happens, and I, I necessarily don't call like I necessarily don't call the Warriors a super team before KD. I don't think they should even be classified as a super team. I think they should be classified as a well-built team that works in co- like cohesion. But when you look at when you look at something like Brooklyn, or you look at I don't like to call the Cavs. I don't like to call the Cavs with Kevin Love and Kyrie a super team. I don't think that's going to be considered a super team. I think that's another just well-built team through trades and existing player and one million free agency. So I don't never call that. But, like, KD and the Warriors, fucking super team. Stacking a fucking deck with just one player at that moment. But the Cavs, I mean, the the, the, the Heatles, fucking super team. And, it like, <laughs> with the Heatles, that first year, yeah, they fucked. That second year when they got Ray Allen, yeah, but motherfucking was over. That was the third year. That was the third year? Yeah. Third year. Second year, the second year, they added Shane Battier. Fuck it over. 
Yeah, second year was Shane Daddy, Shane Batty, and Birdman. Second year as well. You heard me? No, I didn't hear you. What you say? Did they have Mike Miller the second time? I mean, the he was second there year? the first year. He was there the first. Well, look, like they, they was able to build teams. He was, they was able to build that team, but it was still a, a fucking um, what you call the team at the end of the day. Yep. Because you had the best player in the world, you still had a top ten player in Chris Bosh. So yeah, just got fucked up by a nigga who needed a championship to stay in his legacy. And LeBron just letting Jason Kidd and J.J. Burrell. And fan. Jason Terry. Fuck Jason Terry, but. Um, but, yeah, all in all, that's not going to It probably get weirder, bro. And it probably get weirder. It Who depends because it's like, regardless at the end of the day, and this is the, uh, so we get ready to move on to wrestling. Um, when it comes to it, it's just, if a player's unhappy, like, they unhappy. Like, you can't control it, like. Especially if you, you, if you're like, okay, like, cause we're going to use cat, right? I'm going to use cat because he's more likely the next frustrated star because it, it was either going to be him or Devin Booker. Um, and the sun saved that by between like, like the last couple of years. And that's good GM work for one by the Suns. But cat is go- more likely going to be the next star where it's like, Ooh, um, what we're going to do with cat, you know? And we already know how KG feels about that ownership. <laughs> Still one of the funniest IG posts I've ever seen. But um, like Cat is like Cat may not say it right now because right now personally he has a lot going on. Like with everything that's going on, but Minnesota has added his best friend and he can't stay on the court. Um, Anthony Edwards is okay at best. And you're doing all, like when you're healthy and you're on the court, you play at an all-star level and all of that. So it's like, well, and I'm seeing Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins isn't like, you know, going crazy, but he's still a core member of that Warriors team. And they are, what, a playoff team right now if the playoffs was to start. I'm like, what the fuck? I know I'm better than him. Hmm. I need to get up out of here. It's going to start soon with Cat. And if he just says he wants out, then what What do the Timberwolves want? Okay, fuck it. I'm going to just, like, what What team would want him? I'm the Bulls, yeah. I'll make a call. Here, take back Lori Marketing. You guys, were, we drafted him with the picks you gave us with Jimmy. So, take them back, <laughs> by the way. Or, um, you have, it's like, you call up and see what you get. Because it's like, hey, you're unhappy, you, you want to win. We don't know how to win here. We don't know how to put together a team around you. We fucked up. We paid you, but of course, we're going to pay you what you're worth. You freaking, you're a 20, 2011 guy. Like, we got to pay you. And, like, we own your rights because restricted free agency is really evil sometimes. One of those fucked up things. Like, I get what you mean, but at the end of the day, these players, like, if the players is unhappy, they unhappy. It's similar to, like, how with our generation, we unhappy with a job, we leave. It's just the difference is they kind of have the ability to say where they want to go. You know. 
But um, let's go ahead and move on. Let's uh, talk about wrestling real quick. Um, well, yeah, real quick. So first, foremost, uh, let's talk about the WWE Peacock thing. So WWE, the WWE Network is moving to the uh, Peacock app real soon. And a lot of people are scared because what does that mean for the network? So shout out to uh, The Verge because they got all the answers we need in regards to WWE Network. So that the network app itself was shut down on April 4th. So less than a month from now. Uh... And it will, the network itself will be integrated into Peacock's um, UI pretty much. Like it will have its own dedicated section, which is pretty good, which what they said will happen in the first place. Now, the first pay-per-view that you can watch through Peacock will be Fastlane. A lot of people are wondering, will my uh, WWE Network account transfer to Peacock? As of right now, that is a no. But they there is a work they are trying to work something out for the people who have a, a subscription with the network for Peacock. They're working on something. So we might learn that in the coming weeks. Uh so the main issue right now that I read in the article is that pay-per-views from the pay-per-view vault. That and this involves all WWE, WCW, and ECW pay-per-views won't be ready day one. That hurts. That's pretty huge. So, especially for me because I'm going through my WCW rewatch. Um, so, I need the pay-per-views to kind of fill in a lot of shit that happens. But uh, the pay-per-views won't be available day one, but they said they will be available before SummerSlam. So, something to keep in mind. So, hopefully that's something they can work out sooner than later. Uh, the international version of the WWE Network will continue to operate as it does normally because Peacock is a United States thing. Also, like a lot of features that is in the network app in itself won't be available on Peacock day one. Like, match markers, which I love so much because I'm... Excuse me. I'm going to skip matches. I'm not going to watch goddamn... Trying to think of some weak niggas. I'm just gonna keep it G real. I don't wanna watch. I'm trying to think of some weak niggas. What's up? Yeah. What you thought? What's up? I'm trying to think of somebody. But anyway, if it's a match I don't wanna watch on a pay per view, I wanna skip it. That's go and I just kinda wanna know what's going on. Won't, that won't be available day one. And the search option isn't going to be that good as well from what I heard. But, hey, so as of right now with the Peacock thing, there's still a lot of stuff. It is an article. Just go on The Verge, uh, and you will see the article on there about frequently asked questions. So it will answer a lot of people's concerns. Uh, but, yeah. Um, also, uh, there is a Peacock is offering a, something where they say, uh, you can get the first four months of Peacock Premium for for ten dollars a month, depending on if you have a network subscription. I think they just added this because I just answered the question right there. So, yeah. So be 
be something to look out for that in regards to that as well. So, Peacock starts with WWE, I think, what, March 18th, right before Fastlane. I consider that a, a, a tech test to see how well they can handle uh, things leading up to Mania. So, there we go. Anything you want to add in regards to Peacock to WWE? Nope. All right, cool. So, recent happenings in wrestling. Uh, Bobby Lashley. The one and only Bob Lashley. Uh, he is now our WWE champion. Uh, the third black man to hold the belt ever. So, shout out to Bobby Lashley. Um, really dope to see. Beat the hell out the Miz. Uh, if you remember how, uh, Tron choked out, uh, choked out Chad on the Dave Chappelle skit, that's exactly how Bobby Lashley won that belt against the Miz. Dead ass. So, shout out to Bobby Lashley. We here on Threes from the Rings, all excited to see black people win. I'm happy for the man. I'm happy for the Hurt Business. Um, long time coming for Bobby Lashley. I'm really happy for the guy. So, those are my initial thoughts. Your thoughts on uh, Bobby Lashley's win? Yeah, Big Bird, man. I'm happy. I went. To, I was talking to the guys today. We was talking about, you know, drop storylines, shit like retribution, shit like that. And I was telling them, man, I was like, I for one, even if a storyline is shit at first, like, I don't like retribution right now. But I told them, <laughs> I told them, <laughs> That, my bad, I thought I accidentally hopped in one of them Twitter conversations. I was scared as fuck. Mm. But I told them, like, I would rather, um, I would rather they they continue and add on to the story than to forget about the shit. And to keep trying until the shit just don't, you know, until the shit just physically ain't stick no more. And that's what they did with the Hurt Business. That's what they did with Bobby Lashley. That's what they did with MVP. That's what they did. They made Bobby Lashley a threat. Took some years. Took a staple. It took MVP being a producer of that side. But they made him a threat. And now, we like Bobby Lashley as champion. It is not some group think. It's not because Mid was an awful champion. It wasn't because we was tired of Drew Matt. It's because they did it the right way. And they grew that person to be a champion. Now Bobbert is a, is a legend, and nobody can say nothing about it. Nobody can defuse it. Nobody can 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 it can say that that, that uh, no, he's just a uh, he's like Kofi. He's this. He's that. He's too smiley. Can't say shit because they did it the right way. I don't care what the fuck happens with his reign. I don't care if niggas get mad because he did this or did that, or they say he's too smiley or they don't like the way he flipped after he do his fucking spear. Give a fuck. I don't care if his reign is over at Mania. I don't care if he lose that belt to fucking Brock Lesnar. What they did with him to win that championship, what they did with to establish that 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 um, stable in the hurt business. That shit means a lot when it comes to me having uh, confidence in them pushing stars that that we like. 
My nigga, I wasn't no fan of fucking Bobber. I called him Bobber for God's sakes. <laughs> but what they was able to do with him to win that title, to make the whole a heel, we felt great for a heel. And not because he black. Because it fucking felt right. Being black do help. But because it felt right at the same time. So, no homo. So, yeah. Shout out to Barber. I love it. Shout out to the Hurt Business keeping a belt. Don't know who taking off Barber. I hope it's Brock. Even though I hate when Brock don't, you know, compete. But it would be cool if it's Brock. Because um, we... Everybody's fiending versus for a Brock versus uh Bobbert match, so that's what we need. Yeah, but yeah, I co-sign everything you said as well. Uh, now we do get Bobby versus Brock. I don't know what's gonna happen at Mania. It just seems too short term. Uh, I because especially I think it's not gonna be enough fans for Brock Lesnar. But I think it's going to be enough fans this summer for SummerSlam. And that's if, like, I don't know. Like, even by then, like, if Bobby Lashley loses the belt by then. You don't need the belt for Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lashley. It'd be nice. But just in case, you know, you don't. Especially in still in the pandemic. You don't want Brock Lashley to go on hiatuses without the belt. Feels good to have the belt on TV for, like, almost a year now. So, keep that going. But, like, I agree. Like, I love how they built up. Like, you spent a whole year building up Bobby Lashley and an entire faction for this one moment. And, like, regardless how, you know me, always going to root for us niggas. It's dope to see all the niggas with the gold. And I'm pretty sure if MVP was healthy, because I think he's dealing with an injury, I'm pretty sure he will have the U.S. belt right now as well. So it will be really dope to see a black faction draped in gold. But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm happy to see where it goes. Um, I'm pretty sure Drew and him is gonna fight at Mania. Um, more likely, Bobby's going over. But I'm happy for the man. I'm really happy. Um, moving on to an- another black guy right now, uh, Apollo Cruz. Um, <laughs> he's hey. Ni- he's Nigerian now. He's Nigerian now, G. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I it's I'm it's like I'm shit. waiting to see. I'm waiting to I'm see where it goes. Shit. I don't like the accent. Yeah, it's the accent. It, 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 the accent's kept like I like what he's doing, but the accent gives me when Kofi was Jamaican vibes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let me ask the guys if they like the shit. Hey niggas, who watches WWE? I gotta ask y'all a question. Are y'all good with Apollo Crews? Except for extra, because we know how extra feel about black people. But <laughs> you you supported Binos? Alright, Binos, what about you, Beauregard? Okay. What y'all feel about the accent though? The accent is he sound like he sound like fucking the I'm glad we able to catch that. <laughs> I'm glad it was. No, that's it. I don't know, bro. That's because he really is Nigerian, so I don't know. But I was because we doing a podcast, and, and that's what we said. We don't know if it's a Kofi situation too, but we doing a pod, and we thinking like, yo, 
what do we what do we think about the because I'm cool with him having them guards behind him, all that type of shit. The guards is fire. That accent. Oh fucking no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me go back to the pod. All right. oh, but man. yeah, I'm like them. Like, if it's a Kofi situation, I, I ain't with it, fam. I ain't with it, brother. Yeah, like that's 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 my main concern is the accent. The the addition of the guards make it where it's like, oh yeah, gee, it, it's more serious, especially with him and Big E legit seem like they're gonna go at it going into uh Mania, which is hey, that's yeah. what we guaranteed at least three matches involving niggas and Mania. Well, probably four, four or five matches hey, involving niggas. WWE twenty four. Uh, the pandemic when black people held down WWE. I need. I swear. Hey, we no. That's that's gonna be a three sixty five. Shit, they held WWE down. I swear. Like, hey, that Vince in the uh in the uh hotel garb is legit, man. <laughs> whether you whether no matter how you feel, Vince better than the hotel garb is that's legit, but. I'm like I'm like we literally set for mania. It's gonna be the blackest mania ever. Like Kofi Mania was the set of things, but like I'm I'm really interested in just how they continue to build up Apollo Cruz because it's really I'm this is the first time I'm like yo I'm interested in what he does. Exactly. I'm legit interested. Like even if he don't win against Big E, I feel like down the line he will, which boosts up. Apollo Crews and also helps Big E boost up his you did going on too. So I'm happy with what's going on regards to that. Also, I didn't know that nigga dropped the steel steps on top of that nigga G. <laughs> I didn't know he took him out like that, G. That was funny as hell. But I like what they're doing with Apollo Crews and like it's a really good direction. I'm really curious on what more will they add to the gimmick as time goes on because the guards in itself was pretty dope. The spear was maybe a little intense, but it's just like, hey, I'm not going to trip. It's worse things I could trip about, but I, I'm cool with what's going on with Apollo Crews. Um, what's else major going on? Uh, Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre have some fire-ass matches. Yeah, underrated as hell. They've been having some fucking slappers, bro. Like, for two big, brawly-ass niggas, They've been going at it, and they deserve they, they deserve the credit. Like I knew, like the rivalry was going to slap, but it's been entertaining as hell. Very it's entertaining. That they're able to keep Drew on the back burner until you know. Prior to Mania, like closer to Mania, like it you could literally just set this up to be a triple, uh, not a triple threat, but a number one contenders match by fast lane, like because just Funny how they you could turn them to a low key like a bar situation when they just become. A fucking tag team off of angst and hate. Yeah, that could happen again. I wouldn't be mad, but I I'm enjoying single. I mean, single star Sheamus right now. It's been a while since Sheamus had a really impactful singles. That nigga acting like his neck ain't a noodle. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> like what? Hey, whoever been doing these neck surgeries, G, give that man the Nobel Peace Prize, G. 
That like what whoever this surgeon is, G, whatever he figured out, like the guy who probably we gotta get the guy credit for who probably figured out how to do Achilles a, a surgically repair Achilles and next. They deserve what they, they deserve all the Nobel Peace Prize on medical awards right now because hey, shout out to medical science in twenty twenty one. Uh but like Seamus has really been working his ass off and I'm really enjoying the matches with him and Drew. I kinda really want that to be a mania thing, but you need somebody to fight Bobby Lashley. So uh Daniel Bryan and uh, Roman Reigns is a very nice addition before uh, Mania. I'm here People for it. forget they had a, a, a fucking slapper they when did. Roman Reigns after Roman Reigns won the uh, the Royal Rumble and um and uh, he had to he, he people didn't like it because they wanted Daniel Bryan to come back and win. Yep. They had a motherfucking slapper. They did. I remember. So, like, like that's we're possibly getting a match of the year candidate with that, especially because we're getting more aggressive. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be a really great match. Uh, what else going on? I think that's really it in terms of WWE right now. Like, those are the main uh, major things. AEW side of things. Um. They signed Christian Cage. Um, that's not moving the needle. Oh. It's really not. Um, the match with Sh- the Cody Rose uh, and Shaq match was actually fun to watch. I ain't mad at that. Um, he's on going back and forth AEW, but fuck them niggas. Uh, but Christian Cage ain't moving the needle. Shaq gave them uh, a million viewers in a long time, and then ratings dropped immediately afterwards. You failed to do it correctly. You keep Shaq. Often on TV to keep the viewers, and then you main event that match. Okay. I'm just saying that's how you kind of try to keep the viewers, but it is what it is. Uh, back to that pay per view. Darby Allen should have went over, uh, but hey, shout out to Sting being the star. You letting a 60 year old nigga take over the show again, uh, and then we learned that special effects suck. For AEW and that a ring, I wasn't expecting the ring explode. Nobody was. Yeah, that's cap. You said it should have exploded. Crowd boo. It should have exploded, but they could have sold it better. Let's put it that way. Like, literally, like whoever said it was Gilbert's entrance was very accurate. Extremely. That's all I got to say in regards to that. That's all I got to say. Like they tweak big time. Like you can't sit there and say it was a, a exploding death match and niggas don't explode. So hold that, hold that L. But um, I think that's really it that we need to talk about with wrestling. Okay, everything's straight right now. Uh, but yeah, we well into the road to mania. Fastlane is like another week or two away, week a week away at this point, close to a week. So that to look forward to. And after that, we well on the road. But uh, yep. so uh, yeah, that's really it. So let's go ahead and end the episode. We appreciate you guys for listening. Threes from the ring. Follow us on Twitter. 
at 3s from the ring all one word uh make sure you probably sit there and, uh there's something else we could have talked about uh shout out to nia Jax taking that uh that nigga raymond ramon i forgot his name uh as her slave it's a very much of a brass moment it be that way sometimes make sure you retweet that tweet that i made i greatly appreciate that get me blown up make me popular but uh follow us on twitter threes from the ring make sure whatever platform you listen to us on i know you may not have the video version but you may be listening and be like oh these things got a youtube page follow you tweaking media youtube page and like comment subscribe on all our videos and watch them of course mainly watch them then like comment subscribe uh then of course you're on the audio version soundcloud spotify apple google pod make sure you hit that uh, subscribe or follow button we greatly appreciate it and copy some you tweaking media merch at teespring just type in you tweaking media merch and it will pop up but we thank you guys for listening and peace Oh, <laughs>